There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Third Eye Blind rocks Meriwether Post Pavilion in Columbia, Maryland tonight with Taking Back Sunday and Hockey Dad for the Summer Gods Tour. I spoke in 2019 with frontman Stephen Jenkins about the band's biggest hits from Semi-Charmed Life to How's It Gonna Be. And joining me to tag team the interview was my former WTOP colleague, Chris Chion. What's going on? How are you today? Hi, is that Chris or Jason? This is Chris, the deeper voice, the more energetic Miss Jason over here. <laughs> hey man, it's Jason here too. We welcome you to our area and if you're coming to Merriweather, have you ever played there before? Yeah, several times. I like playing Merriweather. It's got good vibes. What do we expect from this tour? What I know you guys are touring with Jimmy Eat World. You know, what's it been like being on the road with those guys? I mean, I think of you two. God, you guys are the soundtrack of so much of our lives. You know, we haven't started the tour yet. It starts in one week. Um, opening night is uh, at the Greek in uh, Hollywood. And um, so by the time we get to Merriweather Post, we'll be like just firing at that point. So, um when we put this tour together, Third Eye Blind was like really careful about who we're going to take out. Um, and I hope everybody will get there early to see Raw Raw Riot because they're going to be great too. So all three bands are going to be coming out. I'm excited to check this one out here. And as Jason mentioned, you know, soundtrack of our childhoods, some of the more iconic songs you guys had, Semi-Term Kind of Life, obviously. How's it going to be? Is there a favorite of yours that you like still performing? Um, I love playing Wounded. That's one of my older songs. But, you know, the thing is, like, we, we always have, like, we always have um, new music, and I love playing new music. But um, some of your, our fans are so young that they just, like, this music is fresh for them, and you can see that reflected in their faces, um, and that keeps it alive for us. So it's actually just really, like, it's all just a pleasure to do. Like I love doing it. I love playing. Take me back. I always like to to find out sort of the roots of each. You know the artist. Like I know you. I know that you guys formed the band in San Francisco in like '93. But even for you, like growing up, who were the rock bands or any other artists that that you admired that you think influenced you guys? Uh, I loved Jane's Addiction. I loved um, like the whole like I loved hip hop. Still do because you can stretch out the, the lyric. So I was always like, I was always too wordy and um, um, I could never edit myself down enough to actually, um, you know, fit into some eight bar, like, you know, pop verse. So I always wanted to stretch everything out. Um, and so hip hop really helped me with that. Um, and I, and I, I'm a drummer by trade. So I like this sort of like rhythmic, um really like bonded way of singing um 
and and I like the sort of but like you know grunge to me was this kind of nihilistic look at the world and I wanted that punk sense of rebellion but it was more about kind of living things on my own terms um I don't know if that makes any sense but I mm-hmm. did my very best for you no I appreciate that and uh, by the way the songs you write are, like you write most of them in the first album there right I mean What's more difficult, writing or performing uh, these masterpieces? Oh, well, thanks for calling them masterpieces. And I um, <laughs> um, definitely um, writing them is, is like the bigger challenge. Like the first, the first 90% of the song is really easy. And then the last 10% is always a challenge for me. Speaking of the songwriting, um, my, and you've probably gotten this one a million times, so softball for you, but um, our listeners will kill me if we don't ask about when you sat down to pen Semi-Charmed Life. How did that one come to you? How'd that come together? I have no idea. I can't remember. It's too long ago. Hmm. I was sitting on a bed with a guitar um, thinking about um, thinking about Lou Reed and the Velvet Underground going, and uh, I'm thinking that's the East Coast. What's the West Coast? So basically, I'm just a West Coast walk on the wild side. How's it going to be is my personal favorite. Any story behind that one? I, I like that just it's smooth, but then at the end, it kind of kicks. And that's what I liked about it. Um, no, it's just kind of like, you know, just the, the usual thing about an ex, you know, ruminating over an ex-girlfriend. Um, yeah. Just kind of moping, I would say. <laughs> All right, and then to come off of such a massive album like that, um, when you guys tried to, to follow that up, uh, you were able to do it uh, with Blue. I enjoyed that one, too. I mean, Never Let You Go was, God, that, that was one of the catchiest things I think you guys ever did. Um, but do, do you feel any pressure coming off of that, such a big success, and then to be able to turn around and, and in my opinion, you actually delivered? So, you know, how do you think of, you know, having to follow up on something so massive like that? I mean, that's like an all-timer album. No, I've never thought of things in that way at all. Um, I've just, like, make music and never expected um, – I had no expectations on – any of the records I've put out, including the first one. And I, I, I don't think that one's like my best record. Um, so they, they all just behave differently. And I, I don't think I have that much to do with it um, on where they go. So um, we just make things that are like authentic and um, to us. Um, and then, then they're at least eligible to travel to somebody else. And, um, I, I think if you start thinking about pressure or anything like that, it's a very un rock and roll um mindset. You really just have to be like, I'm just I'm making this because it demands to be heard and I'm gonna huck it out there, gift to the universe and whatever happens after that is beyond my control. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, whatever happens the rest of the day, I don't care because this was the highlight talking to you, uh, listening to you my whole childhood. You uh, have been a great performer. Third Eye Blind, Merry Weather Post Pavilion. Thank you so much, Stephen, for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.
I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.